we have breaking news from Telco DR. I'm Danielle Royston, and this is Telco in 20. As you all know, I'm super excited about MWC in Barcelona. I've been talking for months now about how I'm going to go big. We have a little more than 100 days before opening day on June 28th. And I'm going to be my bold self and say it's totally going to happen. COVID cases are down almost 50% worldwide since peaking in January of this year. And every day we're setting new records on vaccination rollouts. We're turning the corner on this thing and life as we used to know it is making a comeback. So you can imagine my shock and disappointment when I heard the news that one of the old dinosaurs pulled out of MWC. You know who I'm talking about? Ericsson. I mean, how lame is that? My take is they're leaving because they have nothing new to say. I believe this is an awesome opportunity to move in the new guard as we pivot to the conversation that matters. Moving to the public cloud. When I heard that Ericsson was bailing, I immediately got in touch with John Hoffman the CEO of GSMA, to see if we could put a deal together. And in a couple of hours, we had a virtual high five. I'm grabbing the Ericsson space, baby. The Ericsson booth is one of the biggest booths at MWC at more than 6,000 square meters or 65,000 square feet. We're talking bigger than an American football field. What is Selco DR going to do with all that space? Maybe we set up a tennis court, or maybe we get my hero, Elon Musk, to put a rocket in our stand. I'm actually serious. I've already asked him. <laughs> Whatever we decide, I do know it's going to be the public cloud destination at MWC. So my prediction is MWC is going to happen. Let's save MWC and make it awesome. We're going to shake things up on the podcast today. Here's the deal. Oprah has been a little busy dealing with the royal family. So I've grabbed a great friend of mine, David Hazelwood, and he's going to interview me. We're turning the tables. I guess you could say on just about every level right now. This is my side of the story, how my deal got set up, what we're going to do with the space, how we're going to change the conversation from all those lame-o legacy losers hogging up all the airways to the new public cloud players that are disrupting the industry. The Roaring Twenties are here and we're going to make it happen. So let's take 20. I mean, let's take 65,000 square feet of space at MWC. All right, guys, I bet you're wondering what I'm doing. <laughs> Today, we're going to change it up and do something a little bit different on the podcast. I invited my friend David Hazelwood to chat what I'm doing to the telco industry. So, hi, David. Hey, DR, how are you? I'm awesome. I'm making waves, I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I would say that based upon my feed, Telco DR had a pretty interesting week. Kind of a crazy week. A couple things happened this week. I had this really amazing talk that I did for Telecom TV. It's a 20-minute talk. We worked super hard on it. And so I was really gearing up to promote that talk and make that a big thing. But something happened on Tuesday morning, <laughs> and that was Ericsson bailed on MWC Barcelona. And I decided to step into their space at 65,000 square feet or 6,000 square meters. And so, yeah, I'm taking over their space. So this is the part that I couldn't believe. So what you're saying is that you already were going to do a booth there, but it was going to be something small. Is that right? Yeah. We were planning to go, right? We had a pretty good size booth, 
but this was just like an amazing opportunity. And I think this is what people don't understand. I think they look at it like, oh, it's a publicity stunt or like she doesn't have the money. Like it, I'm true freaking story, true story. So I see the news from Erickson post on Twitter and I had been busy in the morning. And so it's like lunch and I'm checking my Twitter feed and I see that they've bailed and I'm like, this is such a super awesome opportunity to get access to Ericsson's customers, right? And so, yes, it's 65,000 square feet. I think a lot of people thought it was a joke. <laughs> I tweeted to the GSMA saying, I'll take their space. I reached out to a couple of journalists, like, I want to do an interview about this. No one wrote me back. <laughs> no one liked my tweet. I mean, I have like 900 followers. I'm not like the most followed person on Twitter. But like, no one wrote back to me. And so then I went onto LinkedIn and I randomly had been connected to the CEO of the GSMA a couple of weeks ago. And so I tagged him and I was like, John Hoffman, I will buy that space. <laughs> and he responded back, let's do it. And I responded back, great, who do I talk to? And he was like, we'll be in touch. And then he took it offline, which is whatever. I'm sure he was like, who, who the fuck are you? <laughs> And is this serious, right? They're like, are you serious? Well, that's, yeah, no, so, that, that's exactly what yeah. I wanted to know. I saw the LinkedIn thing, and I think I speak for everybody that knows you or is familiar with you, and that it sounds absolutely crazy. And is that even true? So what are you doing with this? So we put the deal together pretty quickly, and it's done. Uh, I'm in the space, super psyched. It's a ton of space, <laughs> just for context. I mean, 65,000 square feet, 6,000 square meters. That's like a football field and a half <laughs> of space. And so on Twitter, I was like, I'm a big tennis player. I could put like a tennis court in there. But I'm like, hey, Elon Musk has this whole Starlink thing. Why don't we get like a freaking rocket? Like he keeps blowing up rockets. Surely he has like rocket parts. He's got an extra right? one lying around, right? Yeah, he can send it to me. So I think on a more serious note, really what I want to do with the space is change the conversation from what it's been for like ever, which is the big guys dictating the old messages, you know, the same old, same old. And what I'm all about is public cloud disruption. I've been talking about it for years. I was planning to have this small booth and like basically stand in the aisle and wave and try to flag people down to get people to come. I'm now in the Ericsson space. Everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. And those Ericsson customers know exactly where it is. And so they're just going to walk right through my front door. And this is an opportunity. It would have taken like tens of millions of dollars and years and years to do. And the ROI on this, right? I'm going to build the stand. I'm going to change the conversation. I'm going to invite the startups and the companies that are trying to drive the future of telco into the booth. We're going to try to make it fun. But yeah, I'm going to turn it into this public cloud city all about how telco can be about the future and change the conversation from those legacy guys that literally have nothing new to say. <laughs> and so let's do it. You mean Erickson wasn't going to talk about 5G again? The people didn't yeah. were ready for that message? And I'm like, are you going to talk about how you're like not doing open RAN, <laughs> right? Like, what are you guys going to talk about? So, I mean, for those guys, I think it's really easy for them to bail and use COVID as, as an excuse because they don't have anything exciting to say. And I'm not like that. I have a lot of things to say. I think the time is now. I'm a forward-looking girl. I look forward 90 days. And I'm an American. Our president just announced that vaccines will be available for all adults over 18 starting no later than May 1st. 
we'll have a supply for all the adults that want to be vaccinated to be vaccinated by the end of the month. And so that gives us a whole month before Barcelona. It's totally going to happen. And the people that have something to say are going to be there. I think people are ready to be together. And I'm super pumped to like travel again, meet people and talk about the future. So yeah, let's do it. So this morning, in the midst of reading the press release, I thought the title of it was really cool, saying that they're welcoming you as a major vendor. But, you know, on the Telco DR website, if you just go to that, your offerings are podcast, newsletter, and blog. Uh, that does not exactly, <laughs> in my mind, and maybe everyone else's mind, you really take up 65,000 feet. So, yeah, so, so there must be more to this story. And that's, I think, what myself and everybody else wants to know. What else are you going to Oh, have? for sure. I mean, I think it is confusing. I get it all the time. You know, who are you and what are you doing? And so I call myself a telco evangelist. I have plenty of private equity funding. And really, my purpose is to accelerate the adoption of public cloud. And so I guess the first part is I got a team. There's parts of my organization that talks to all the telcos, really trying to provide a counterbalance to all that like legacy messaging that quote, public cloud won't happen here kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, IBM's fake cloud, all Amdocs, you know, FUD they're constantly doing. Those guys don't want public cloud to happen because it's not good for them. And so I'm out there talking to telcos about public cloud and how transformative it is to their business. And so I think that's like one part. The second part that I'm trying to do is I'm out there looking for all the great public cloud startups. And so my talk, I talked about this great little company called Totogi. There's a video out that I did for Telecom TV. We'll link it in the show notes for this talk. But it's a 20 minute video and it gives you like everything about my position, right? That in every industry, there's a Siebel versus Salesforce fight going on. And in our industry, Amdocs is the Siebel and Totogi is the new Salesforce. And I think it's super exciting. Salesforce obviously won that fight. I think Totogi's going to win this fight. And I think it's, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take some time, but I think it's fresh, it's new. And Telco is this weird island where like people don't believe public cloud's going to win. And it's one in every single industry. And so I get to be, quote, a visionary when I'm really just reporting historical facts from other industries that are going to going to happen over here. And I think the third part of my strategy that I haven't really shared super broadly, but now is a really good time to start talking about it, is I'm putting together a fund to go acquire lots of telco software companies and have them aggressively repositioned for the public cloud. So kind of three parts to the strategy, really excited. I'm talking to lots of people about this fund I'm raising, but I expect to get at least a billion dollars. And wow. I think this is the public cloud year for telco and I'm leading the charge and I get to do it with my super awesome 65,000 square feet. Sounds like you're going to be supporting other companies that are aligned with you as well. sounds like. Yeah. I'm going to ban the words on-premise and private cloud in my, in my booth, right? I'm going to be like, get out, like literally leave. Like we don't speak that here, but yeah, I think there's a group of software vendors that are really excited for this innovative future. They're ready to adopt the new technology. It's not new, it's 20 years old. And we're dragging telco kicking and screaming. And once they get to the new land, they love it. They're like, oh my God, I had no idea. It could be such a joy to manage software this way. And I'm like, duh, duh. <laughs> Super duh. <laughs> So DR, what are you going to do if more companies other than Ericsson decide to bail on MWC? I don't think that's going to happen. If you 
project forward, I think it's pretty obvious a lot of people will be going. I hope Amdocs bails because I love a shot at their customers too. So like open arms, go to MWC, get your vaccination. Of course, we want to be safe. I think with 65,000 square feet, there's enough room for social distancing in my booth, right? I can put little stickers on the ground, six feet away, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I think it's going to happen. I think COVID has to end eventually. And it's obviously ended in Asia. And I think finally the rest of the world, you know, vaccines are out. The cases are down. It would be nothing better than the end of June to be a perfect timing to go back to seeing people and having meetings. I did get third place in the Northern California Science Olympiad for metric estimation. So I know that 65,000 square feet is pretty big. But I also know that in addition, the conference is like, what, three months away? End of June, beginning of July? Yeah. And you just yeah. made this commitment this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what are you going to do with all this space? I mean, we talked about the initiatives you have there. It was funny because we were like, it's kind of the hangover of the decision is kind of setting in. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I think I need to hire a hundred people like now. We should call Erickson. Like you probably already had hotel rooms booked. Can I just take over your hotel block? There you go. Right. And so it's everything from people to like the message and recruiting all the companies. And I've met a couple of them. I've been talking to, I don't know, I've talked to 50 different companies over the last six or eight months. And so it's like recruiting all those guys and making sure that their demos are great and high, high standards. We're talking about the future. We're educating people. We're showing them how it works and we're getting them ready to embrace it. And I think it's perfect timing for the telco industry. I'm pumped. So we might be able to get the Barcelona soccer club to play. That on would there. be awesome. <laughs> right. A little penalty shootout with like Messi and like Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. Nadal is Spanish. Maybe we can like make a little clay court. In, <laughs> well, if you want, in... yeah, if you want to be able to return one of his serves though, we probably should not go no, in the clay direction. I, you know what I want to do with Nadal <laughs> is a series of topspin forehands because he like freaking buggy whips the shit out of that ball. And I'm short. And so literally would not be able to like reach it. It'd be would be comical or like a super lefty serve. I mean, this is going to get a little geeky, a super <laughs> lefty serve to the ad side. I am also lefty. I'm exactly like Nadal. I'm both handed. So both handedness, just to kind of digress, both handedness is when you can use two hands for different things. It's not ambidextrous. Ambidextrous is you can use both hands equally. I write right handed and I play tennis left as does Nadal. He is both handed and lefties are famous for their crazy ad serves that like send you into the fence. And so I want to take his craziest ad serve. It'll be so awesome. <laughs> well, I'm equally as bad at both of my hands in tennis. Does that make me ambidextrous or uh, <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are equal? They're just equally bad. Well, I guess yeah. if you're going to have Barcelona soccer or tennis, there might need to put up some protection from the crowd because the, <laughs> the balls would be whipping I around I know, there. from the balls flying. What about, like, uh, what about entertainment? Keep people entertained um, down yeah, there. Yeah, no. So we were already planning to do some sort of concert or event outdoors you know again i think people will be super excited and so i've been like looking at different acts to recruit you know some of them are like very texas rock zz top is available <laughs> well i know <laughs> I, I would like i'm that. like i don't I know, know how that goes <laughs> with the european audience and then billy idol like i sort of feel like rebel yell really goes with my theme but you sort of can't do like 10 rebel yells in a row though i did once listen to rebel yell a hundred times <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is super true and then I was like, maybe like a dance band that everyone knows, like Duran Duran, 
That'd be awesome. I would love that. We have that song called Planet Earth, but we could like rename it Planet Cloud. I was listening to it yesterday. I was like, Planet Cloud. And then my maiden name is Rios. I'm actually Mexican. People don't know that. But with a name like Royston, it's kind of hard to tell. But <laughs> that's my married name. But my maiden name is Rios. And they have a famous song called Rio. And I would love to listen to that song live. So maybe Duran Duran. I don't know. Maybe they can take you up on stage with them. That would be pretty fitting. But no, again, like I said, it's not just a PR stunt. I mean, if you told me, even when I was CEO of Optiva, that I would get access to the Ericsson customers, that they would walk through my door at my booth. I mean, right there, it's the ROI is instant. This isn't like a multi-year thing. It's an instant thing. And I think there's a lot of people talking about it on LinkedIn and on Twitter right now that are like recognizing this like freaking master marketing move. And I'm super psyched. I'm thinking I should, uh, should probably send a case of wine over to the head of BSS of Ericsson. Because it probably was not yeah. his decision to bail on this event. I was going to ask you about that. How do you think they're feeling this morning? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, well, I know. They called over to the GSMA and they're like, wait, what? They're <laughs> 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 like, you gave away our space? And I think the GSMA reaction is like, well, you guys bailed, right? Like, we're an organization. We're trying to make this work. We need the big players. And you guys are like, we're going to stay home. This person showed up. She has money to spend. She's excited about this. And so I'm excited to have a shot at Ericsson customers. It's billions and billions of dollars of revenue. And I get to pitch my vision. The Tatogi team has an opportunity to get mindshare with those guys. And so I should send that guy a case of wine. So yeah, that's the plan. We wanted to put together a quick podcast, kind of telling the story. I'm super excited and super jazzed. And I can't wait to see everyone at the show. Come see me. Double bonus points if you're an Ericsson customer. We'll do special stuff for you. Maybe VIP tickets for the concert we throw. And frankly, I can't wait to get on a plane and see everyone in Barcelona in the sun, in the summer. It's a unique opportunity. MWC is always in February where it sometimes can be cold. I mean, in June, it's going to be fabulous. And so see you there. DR, thanks for having me today. This is awesome. Thanks for being my little chat buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around because we're ending each podcast with a Telco in 20 takeaway. I have 20 seconds to tell you something you need to know. People keep asking me, can you afford this? Fuck yeah, I can afford it. Here's my calculus. Ericsson has billions and billions of customer revenue that comes to the show every year. These customers know exactly how to find the stand. But this year, when they wander over to the old space, they're going to see me and my awesome public cloud message and walk right through my door. And I get the chance to speak with each and every one of them about the future of telco. If you want a taste of what I'm talking about, just check out my awesome telecom TV talk about that new startup, Totogi. For me and for vendors like Totogi, when you think about the time and money required to get the opportunity to speak to every Ericsson customer, this is easy math. It's a no-brainer. So if you're an Ericsson customer out there and you're sick of the same old lame message from Ericsson and you're ready for the new hotness that is public cloud and you're ready to pivot to be a truly digital telco, then you'll know where to find me. I'm sure I'll be able to swing some sweet concert tickets for you. And if you're not an Ericsson customer and you want to be part of this new movement in telco, then text me or WhatsApp me at 925-TELCO-DR. 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share our podcast with your colleagues. Let's connect on LinkedIn and on Twitter at TelcoDR. And please sign up for our email newsletter at TelcoDR.com. We'll see you at MWC in Barcelona. And I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Adios COVID, hola Barcelona. Later nerds. Later nerds.